listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Excited to be with you again this week on Speaking with One Voice as we look to add value to you and your team on this leadership podcast. Listen, I want you to make sure that you are checking us out on our website at RodneyRPayne.com and all social media at RodneyRPayne. Uh, there you'll find information, ways we can help you and things to help you out just to get to the next step on your leadership journey. I want to share with you uh, today that we've got an exciting topic, but it's challenging. So I want you to I want to kind of give you a little warning here as we get into today. Today I want to talk about something that leaders often face. Not not every leader will face it, but I believe most every leader at some level will have this experience. So you want to tune in, get your uh, notes ready so that you can take notes and grow with us today. I want to talk about overcoming personal failure. Overcoming personal failure. Now, I I realize that when we say personal failure, there are so many things that can fall into that. You can have major failure, minor failure, moral failure, family failure, leadership failure. But as a leader, what I know is that every leader will not always find themselves in a successful situation. But when it becomes personal, it's a much different challenge. I I, I thought long and hard about this topic because I know that uh, it's a topic that not is not easily addressed by anyone. And then as a leader, many times leaders have nowhere to go when they have a personal failure. Now, by personal, I don't mean moral. I simply mean personal. But but failure is not a subject that we want to discuss, and we certainly don't want to discuss it uh, with uh, persons that we're not sure of their particular stance or, or, or how strong the relationship is. So what does a leader do when a leader experiences personal failure? How can a leader deal with this and, and recover? Many leaders are dealing with yesterday's failure, and that will not allow them to move forward because that failure has created some anxiety. That failure has created a loss of confidence, if you will. That failure has invalidated that particular leader in that situation. So how does one recover from personal failure? How do you overcome personal failure. I'm really talking about persons uh, in the leadership role, um, you know, that that have had an opportunity to lead others. And what we know is when you lead others, others really begin to depend on you to show up and to be consistent and to have all the answers. Well, what happens when the leader doesn't? Um, what, what happens when you cannot go to the leader for the answer because the leader has failed and you've seen that? Um, what what I know is that regardless of the level of failure, uh, pain is a part of the process. When a person is caught up in a personal failure, there are so many different types of pain that the leader will experience. So uh, we really want to get involved in a process of how do we 
really deal with this and overcome this personal failure. I want to develop a a seven-step process that's going to help you uh, because if you haven't failed at something as a leader, and I could give many examples. So let's say you made a failure where you fired the wrong person, or you made a failure where you decided to make a decision and go a certain direction, and, and that didn't work out for the company. It cost the company uh, its its, uh, it, its brand, cost the company its momentum, or, or maybe the failure was so bad that, that it cost you your entire organization. When you have that, it's hard to get back in that leader seat and continue to lead, but the problem is we are not able to turn that leader off in us, so even though you may have failed, you are still a leader. And so there has to be a process to get yourself back home. Perhaps your failure is one of a moral nature. Well, uh, I believe these seven steps, regardless of the level of failure, you're going to find they're going to help you as a leader to overcome this personal failure. The first thing you have to do to overcome personal failure is simply acknowledge the failure. Don't excuse the failure. Don't justify the failure. You have to acknowledge it. Now, I'm not talking so much about a public statement or a team announcement. I think many leaders deceive themselves uh, by justifying their failure based on the actions or of others or the circumstances surrounding the failure, but a leader takes responsibility. A leader is going to acknowledge, yes, there is a failure, and yes, it is my failure. So so really, these, these seven steps I'm going to give you, uh, steps one and two, I'm going to deliver together because you have to acknowledge and own. So step one is acknowledgement. Step two is ownership. So, so yes, uh, I acknowledge there has been a failure. I acknowledge this is not success. I acknowledge that it was personal in nature and I own it that it's my failure. Owning it is not just a, a, a speak or saying I own it, but own it rather is understanding that personal failures in leadership come with consequences um, come with consequences. They come with challenges. They come with uh, processes. Uh, uh, they come with uh, being reinserted into roles and, and, and just a thing. So when we acknowledge it, that it really happened, understand you cannot fix what you're unwilling to acknowledge. You, you cannot really be clear of what you don't own. If it's always someone else's responsibility, someone else's fault, someone else's influence, then you as a leader are not a very accountable leader, which means you're a leader that lacks integrity. Although you had a failure, failure doesn't define you, but if you won't own that failure, if you won't acknowledge that failure, it puts you in a position where you are no longer a leader with integrity. Even as a leader with integrity, you can make a mistake, you can have a failure, but what's next? So once you acknowledge your failure and then you own your failure, meaning you become responsible for the consequences associated with that failure, then you have to understand that you now have to separate yourself from the failure. Let let, let me dig into this a moment. 
When I say separate, it doesn't mean to distance yourself as far as I didn't do it or it wasn't a failure. What I'm saying here is separate yourself from whatever caused that failure in leadership. So you have to, if it's something you've been doing, if it's a habit, if it's a situational thing, whatever it is, you're going to have to protect yourself and move away from that behavior, from that thought, from that system, uh, from those who you would blame for it based on their influence. Whatever has caused you to find yourself in this situation, you have to deal with it. You have to separate yourself from that. And in many cases, that's going to require that you get some help, that you talk to someone, that you get with someone who has experience with these types of failures, who has a true track record of helping people to overcome this type of failure. But you have to make a decision to separate from your failure. If leadership failures were as easy to identify as a habit uh, or an addiction, if they were easy to as identify, it might be easier to overcome. But it's not as simple as if you're an alcoholic, you have to step away from alcohol. Uh, leadership failures come in so many shapes, sizes, and, and administrations, if you will. It becomes so difficult to even identify with what the failure is, but you see the result or the output. So how do I get myself away from a, a leadership failure? failure if I'm an apathetic leader, if, if, if I am, am, am a leader who is willing to, to blame others, if I am a victim leader, if I am a, an indecisive leader, how do I deal with that leadership failure? I have to find a way, whether it's through education, support, uh, counsel, uh, therapy, help, whatever it may be, I have to separate myself from that failure. If, if I don't, uh, it will never go away. You can't just say, I made a decision. I'm not doing that anymore. Well, how do you ensure that you have the skill set, that you have the tools, that you have the right resources to truly separate yourself beyond your will? Remember, it was your will that allowed you to get caught up in whatever personal failure you were experiencing in the first place. So how do you overcome that? What changes do you need to make? What do you need to do to separate yourself from that. I'll give you a personal situation. As a leader, uh, at one point in my leadership journey, I really have I was somewhat effective, but I had a leadership failure and that I decided I would go to a certain place uh, with a, a group of people on a regular basis. Now, where I was going, there was nothing wrong with that. There was nothing immoral about it. The people that I was around were not immoral. They weren't bad people. Even the topics discussed, for the most part, they weren't bad, uh, nor were they immoral. But it was a leadership failure because it created a, a, a situation where I was not nearly as productive as I could have been or should have been. I failed to develop myself. And just by a change of environment, when I separated myself from that environment, I saw an exponential increase in my productivity. Now, remember, the place is not bad. The people are not bad. But in that setting, I was not as productive as I needed to be. And so I had to acknowledge that. I had to own that, that my, my productivity is my responsibility. And as a result, I had to separate myself from that place. And as a result, I became more productive, but I wasn't in a position where I could stay in that position and keep doing that. One of the quotes I've heard, I believe I may have heard it. Um, I can't tell you who I heard it from, but basically what, what I heard was that, 
If you want to know your productivity or your outcome or or what type of leader you are, look at the people that you spend the most time with. Uh, what are they doing as leaders? What How are their organizations performing? If you look at them and you see they're not performing, well, guess what? You're on the same track or same trajectory because that's where you spend your time. So when dealing with leadership failures, don't think about it only being moral, although it could be. Uh, you have many opportunities to fail as a leader and many opportunities to correct that. So, so step one, acknowledge it. St- step two, own it. Step three is separate from it. And step four is so big. You have to be willing to restore yourself once you fail. So yes, you acknowledge it. Yes, you own it. You're accountable for it. And now you're making changes that will put you in the best position to win. But many people, many leaders find themselves Uh, They condemn themselves so much for the failure that they cannot move on because they are unwilling to restore themselves. Understand, when you're a leader, if you have had a personal failure of some sort, that does not mean you're no longer a leader. In many cases, you have a personal failure, but you don't lose your uh, responsibility of leadership. So how do you survive when I failed? Yes, I acknowledge it. Yes, I owned it. And I've even separated from it. But there is a team of people that is expecting you to lead. They're expecting you to resume your role of leadership. You don't get to take off because you had a bad situation. That starts with restoring yourself. That's why it's so important to acknowledge it, to own it, and to separate from it. Because you cannot lead if you've not acknowledged it, if you won't own it, and you will not separate from it. You're trying to lead around the cause of your failure. Uh, Restoration of yourself, it means that I've made the necessary changes to put myself in the position to be the most effective and successful leader I can be. Even though I've had some challenges, even though I've had a personal failure, I'm now ready to lead at a better level, and I have to be willing to own that, acknowledge that, and now not separate from my failure, but now embrace my work, embrace my leadership. This is so significant. There are many leaders sitting on the sideline because they will not restore themselves to their rightful place of leadership. Listen, moral or personal failure or leadership failures are going to happen. They are not okay. It's not something we overlook. But at the end of the day, we have to be willing to acknowledge, own, separate from, and resume our place of leadership. This is a timing issue. You have to restore yourself in order to grow, in order to get better. If you're not restored, you will go into an apathetic behavior where you stop investing in yourself and you stop growing and you have your head down. But in your belly, there's a place that desires to lead again. There's a place that desires to be at that place of leadership. Without restoration of self, you will not put yourself in a place to invest in yourself and spend the time to get better, to be a more effective leader. What I've come to find out is leaders who have failed, uh, if they take the first three steps and then restore themselves, they become better leaders because now they're more aware of their vulnerabilities. They're more aware. Uh, And so our goal and our, our aim is to avoid personal failure at all costs. However, in the event that we experience it, I want to tell you our goal is to restore ourselves. Now, what I want you to understand is that number one, acknowledge acknowledgement. That's key. Two, you got to own it. Three, you got to separate 
from the failure. Four, you got to restore yourself. Now, five, I want you to hang out right here and write this down. Remember the lesson that you learned in the failure, but don't dwell on the past. Let me say that again. Remember the lesson that you learned during the failure, but don't dwell on the past. If you allow your failure to become your new identity, your future will be based on failure. But if you learn from the lesson of the past and you now use that as education, that failure becomes foundational to your growth because you're now aware, you're now sensitive, you're now ready to move forward. So I don't want you to dwell on it as in everything that happened in the past defines me, but rather there are some points in my past that I can never repeat, that I have got to overcome, that I have got to acknowledge, that I've got to own, I've got to separate from them, but they cannot be my motivation for every day. I've got to be on point every day moving forward so I cannot dwell on the past. I cannot live in my past failure. My friend, I have got to make sure that I move on. So number one is acknowledgement. Number two is ownership. Number three is separation. Number four is restoration. And number five is remember. Now let's talk about six. Overcoming personal failure, you have to always be aware as you pursue the better version of yourself. Many of us would like to put something into our memory bank and just forget that it ever happened, wipe it away. Unfortunately, that's not how life works. The pain of failure uh, soon dissipates as we grow. It soon dissipates as we grow and become better and more healthy. It, it's not good to dwell there, but you have to be aware. There are certain places that you just cannot put yourself in a position to be uh, enticed by that, whatever it was that caused that, whether it was pride, whether it was arrogance, whether it was ego, whether it was uh, uh, environment, whatever it was, you have to be aware of that all the time because from this point on, from the failure forward, you're going to always be in pursuit of the better version of yourself. I want you to know, leader, I believe in you and you are doing a great job leading. However, there is always a better version of you available. And integrity says, even though the public never knew I failed, I'm going to work behind the scenes to acknowledge my failure, to own my failure, to separate from my failure. I'm going to restore myself. I'm going to remember the lesson. And now I'm going to just be aware. I always want to be aware as I am in pursuit of the better version of me. And then the last thing that you're going to have to do if you want to overcome personal failure, this will make it all worth it. This will take you from stuck to growing. This will take you from then to, to the future. It'll take you from, from what, where you were to where you want to be, but you have to do it. As a leader, my friend, you have to believe that you have overcome the failure. This is not simply some positive thinking mindset shift type of statement, but rather because you have acknowledged it, because you have owned it, because you've separated yourself from the failure, because you have restored yourself, because you remember the lesson, you don't dwell, but you remember, and because you're aware as you're always pursuing the better version of yourself, now you can have confidence, my friend, that you have overcome this 
personal failure. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know some of you are dealing with personal failures from a long time ago, and some are a little more recent, but they are always on your mind. I want you to know, my friend, as a leader, you owe it to yourself to overcome personal failure. Why? Because as a leader, you will have people on your team. There'll be people in your environment who are going to fail and you're going to help them get out and overcome their failure because you were able to get out and overcome your failure. Listen, I am so glad you joined us today. I know this was a penetrating topic, but I believe that leaders ought to pursue the better leader in them every single day, and we must acknowledge our failures at whatever level they happen. Own them. Then I want you to separate from them. Uh, restore yourself. Remember your lesson. Uh, don't dwell on the past. Always be aware as you pursue the better version of you and believe that you've overcome. You have been listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach. So glad to be in the room with you. Listen, we want to help you and your team, and I've got a special program going right now. I'm doing a strategic planning sessions for organizations that will help you to grow into your next season. Uh, simply reach out to us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. DM us there, or you can go to our website, RodneyRPayne.com. As a matter of fact, while you're there, pick up a free gift and then uh, contact me through the website. Let me know you have interest in that. And we would love the opportunity to come out and share with your organization. You will be better as a result of it. You'll be better for it. And you will. it'll help you enjoy your leadership journey and experience the success that you want to experience. Listen, that's all for my time today. I want to thank you so much for joining us on Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing together. Listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag Speaking With One Voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking With One Voice.